Today, I want to finish talking about salary negotiations. The time to really negotiate is at the point when the company makes you an offer. If you're at this stage, you are so close to getting the job you want that you should be hopping about with excitement and joy. It's this abundance of positivity that I'd like you to take into your salary negotiations. After all, you've got to this point because the company that you really want to work for really wants to employ you. How fantastic is that? This is Patricia McGuire welcoming you to the Career Ace podcast, where myself and my contacts offer you tips and advice on your career, whatever stage you're at. When I was doing the research for this podcast, looking for statistics to back up my experience, I came across something that blew my mind away. Did you know that approximately 37% of people negotiate their salary package? Only 37%. Now, I knew things were bad, but not that bad. And I had a gut feeling that it would get worse if you isolated only the female job-seeking population. What I discovered in a book by Babcock and Lachevet called Women Don't Ask was that only 7% of women negotiate. Now, granted, that was written in 2003, so things might have improved. But even so, come on, ladies, you're doing yourself no favours. Imagine if you add, oh, I don't know, an extra 5% to each job offer you made or each salary negotiations you make throughout your career. How much better will your end salary be? Just leave that thought with you. So let's get cracking with negotiating a better deal than the one that's on offer. Remembering that the aim is for you and the company you're going to join to feel really good about each other at the end of the negotiations. You'll both feel like winners and you'll both be really looking forward to the time that you join their team. How are you going to do that? By recognising that you could not be in a better position to negotiate than you are right now. You're being offered a new job because the company really wants you to be part of their team. So throw away any negativity and any fear that you're feeling because it has no place in your life at this time. Being offered a job is a very emotional experience. Not just for you, but the person making the offer. So although you're jumping for joy inside, retain a bit of calmness and say to that person that you're really excited they want you to join the company but you'd like a little bit of time to read through the offer and come back to them. And try and make the appointment to go back there and then. And try, if at all possible, to have a face-to-face discussion, because that works so much better. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast already, you'll know how much I bang on about preparation. So you've probably done some, but now you're going to need to do some more, such as, What do you want in your job offer? You'd like more money, naturally, but there are other things to look at. Things like, I don't know, pensions or holiday, whether they'll let you to work work from home or do flexi time, all sorts of things. Make a list of things that would be really beneficial to you, which they've not yet offered. And if you're at a loss to know what sort of things you could be considering, I'm going to put a free cheat sheet on the Career Ace website after the show just to get you going. Now, when you do talk about the money, ask for more than you really want, but be realistic, please. 
To be honest with you, everyone expects you to do this and they're ready to haggle with you. So make sure you've got some wiggle room. Ask for a very specific amount. For example, if you were thinking of asking for 40,000, ask for 40,450. It's worked for me in the past. I wasn't sure why, but Columbia Business School have done the research and found that if you ask for a very specific number, then employers think that you've done really extensive research and therefore take your counteroffer more seriously and are more likely to give you close to what you're looking for. Before you go back, you should decide what your bottom line is, what's, what is acceptable to you, so that if you do not achieve it, you're happy to walk away with absolutely no regrets. And you know, this is a really powerful tool. Knowing you can walk away makes for very confident negotiating. Make yourself a list of reasons that you're valuable to the company. Try and memorise it if you can, because it's going to make you feel great just having this information in your head. But if you can't, don't worry, make a little list, take it with you when you go back into the negotiating room, because knowing your value will help to banish your fear. And if you've kept notes throughout the interview process, make a list of points that you've made that triggered positive responses in your interview. You may need to use them again. It's another string to your bow. It will bolster your confidence. I've said it before, but practice making your points out loud. For some reason, when you do this, you can pick up the errors in what you're saying. And even better, practice out loud with someone else so they can help you fine tune what you're trying to achieve. Now, imagine you're back in the room talking with your potential new employers. Be businesslike and enthusiastic. Your enthusiasm will be infectious and will show that you're doing this because you're serious about working for them, which will definitely go in your favour. Make your negotiating partner feel good. Remember when I said it was a very emotional experience for both sides? Well, if the people who've made the offer to you know that you're taking it seriously and really want to work with them, that's going to make them feel great. And you know, if you've ever been in the position where you've been making an offer of employment to someone else, it's reassuring when you know that that person is resolved to work for you. It definitely helps the process along. Sometimes when people negotiate with me, I get the feeling it's a bit of a game. That at the end of the day, they're probably going to say, well, thanks, but no thanks and go somewhere else or stay where they are. And if I get that feeling, then I tend not to be interested in negotiating. Now, another way of making your negotiator feel good about the whole process is to start by asking for something really simple. Something which would not cost them too much to say yes to, or alternatively, something you don't really mind if they say no to. Either way, it eases both sides into the negotiations. Now, what might that be? Well, maybe they haven't offered a company mobile, mobile phone that is, and you'd quite like one, but it's not the end of your world if it's not forthcoming, so ask for one. Or if they've offered one and you'd like a different brand, just ask for that. Make it easy for both sides. Get everything out in the open at once. Make a list of things that you really want to negotiate into the contract and, of course, prioritise those things. So that when you go back into the room to negotiate, you can put everything on the table in one go. Because some of the reasons negotiations go badly wrong is that there's too much toing and froing. 
Do you know the saying, silence is golden? When negotiating, this can actually be true. And I'd encourage you to be happy to sit in silence. Well, let's, let's actually clarify that a bit. I'd be happy for you to sit in silence once you've made your point. Silence is a great sales tool. Good salespeople know to use it to give them an advantage. They know how to make their point and stop talking. It works. People don't like to sit in silence, so they fill the gap. In this case, let the person you're negotiating with fill that gap. And often, they'll fill it in your favour. And just to illustrate what happens when you don't stop talking, um, I'll give you a sort of slightly unrelated example, but you'll get the point, I hope. The other day, I had a salesperson call me up out of the blue. He was selling a product that I really hadn't considered before, but he made some good points and I was on the verge of making an appointment to take it further. But then he wouldn't stop talking. Literally, he would not stop talking. I couldn't get a word in edgeways. So in the end, I just interrupted him. It was the only way. And as a consequence, I didn't make the next appointment with him. He'd actually talked himself out of a potential sale. I don't want you to do that. Now, you will hear the word no during the salary discussions. But because you're prepared and you know what you want, this tiny little word holds no fear for you. After all, you know what your bottom line is and if you don't get it, you're going to say no and walk away. Another really positive thing in salary negotiations is the way you use your body language to do the talking for you. Best advice, stay relaxed and calm, look enthusiastic and cheerful, keep eye contact with your negotiator and smile. The impression of cheerfulness brings a positive vibe to the whole proceedings and that can only go well. And please don't forget, when you've come to a really good deal for both parties, get them to put it in writing so there's no going back. Anyway, that's it for today. Next time, you know, I think we're going to talk about counteroffers. If you're not sure what that means, come along next time and have a listen. Thanks very much for listening. It's always appreciated. And don't forget, if you want to have an idea of the sort of benefits you can add to your package, there will be the free cheat sheet on the Career Ace website. That's thecareerace.com. And you'll find more free resources about how to go about developing and accelerating your career and your job search. And if there's a topic you want me to cover on the podcast, you know, just drop me a line. You'll find the contacts on the website as well. As usual, I'd like to thank Purple Select Consultants for supporting me to do the production of this podcast. I couldn't do it without them. And finally, thank you once again for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to stay positive and get yourself a great deal. To download more episodes of The Career Ace, please go to our website, that's thecareerace.com, or subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. If you think the podcast has given you some useful guidance and information, then it would be really kind of you to leave us a review. It will help us to move up the rankings and, of course, help other people to find us. If you'd like individual consultations with me, to take part in webinars, receive our newsletter, or obtain information about our publications, then go to the Career Ace website 
and subscribe to our mailing list. You can find everything you need at thecareerace.com. Accelerating your career.